Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him. We are your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're so excited to be here. We really are. And listeners, I just want to encourage you that when you have access to the internet, I will go to our website, iworkforhim.com. It is a great place to find out where you can listen to us on a daily basis when you are not able to be with the radio, or if it's just easier to, to stream it right there on our website. So iworkforhim.com, we have so many resources there for you, and I hope that you'll be able to take advantage of them. And Martha, we've expanded our podcast spots too, where people can get access to it. I mean, there's so many places people get access to to the I Work For Him podcast. Right. You look at your, you're breathing like you were going to say something. No, more. yeah, I was, yes, and that's why the website has all of the links out there for whatever they like to use as the app in order to get that done. But, but the, the regular podcast and then also our Power Pod. Really, if they, all they did need to do on their favorite podcast platform is just type in I Work For Him. I Work, the number four, him, and they mm-hmm. will find the podcast, the Power Pod, and coming soon to them, the Power Thought. Who knows? Who Could be more? Could there be more? Oh, there might be. All right. Okay. So, you know, what I, I just, I love the fact that we're making stuff available to people, but listen, as you guys tune in every day to listen to I Work For Him, just know that we're always trying to find guests that just want to be transparent about how they're living out their faith and their work. And today we have a really neat guest. We're going to be talking with Dina Dwyer Owens. She is the former chairman and CEO of Neighborly Brands. And Neighborly Brands, brands like I printed this out so I wouldn't forget. Like Mr. Electric and Mr. Rooter and Molly Made and a Rainbow International and Mr. Handyman and Five Star Painting and Drain Doctor and Window Genie goes on and on and on. These are brands founded by her father and founded on faith and on the principles, really on values, with God and faith in God being a core value. And so Dina's going to join us today, and she's going to talk about several things. Uh, And I love the fact that she's going to talk about the fact she has lots of mentors, Martha. Yeah. That was really important. And then I love how she really went deep on the wheel of balance. You know, that's a one of those things that I think we all struggle with on a daily basis. And just she gave a she'll give a great perspective on how we can look at our lives. And, you know, who wants a flat tire? A flat? Do you want a flat tire? Well, OK. She's talking about in the wheel, life wheel. Well, they got to listen to the show. Oh, that was confusing to me. I'm, I'm like, sorry. A flat tire? <laughs> I don't want a flat tire. It's hot here. I hate changing tires in a flat tire. OK. All right. So stay tuned. Dina Dwyer Owens. But, you know, let me just do a little introduction. You know, sometimes the Lord allows us to remain in obscurity and other times he thrusts us into the public eye. Sometimes events in our lives have been allowed so that God can use an adversity in order in our lives in order to be able to use us more effectively down the the road. In the case of our guest today, Dina Dwyer Owens, I believe all of this applies. She's the former CEO and chairman of the board of the Dwyer, the formerly known as the Dwyer Group, which is now known as Neighborly Brands. She's it's a franchise group of household names, household franchises that service everything you need as a consumer. And and Dina's life kind of got turned upside down on TV, and I want to spoil all of the story, but we're just grateful that you hear her story today. Dina Dwyer Owens, welcome back to I Work For Him. Thank you, Jim and Martha. I'm so blessed to be here. Face-to-face is nice. It's always nice to be face-to-face, and we're so grateful, of course, for uh, the time together put because of God TV and the show God at Work. Mm-hmm. You know, Dina, you're 
story was first made famous on Undercover Boss. But the platform the Lord's given you since then is staggering. I mean, it just vaulted into being famous. How is God (laughs) using you to encourage Christ followers, especially women, to live out their faith in their work? Oh, God is amazing, isn't he? So that Undercover Boss episode uh, was one of those, you know, knock on the door. um, So when you want something, ask and it shall be given. Mm -hmm. And we we approached the producers and said, we think we have a story you'd be interested in. You know, here's a woman running, at the time, male-dominated businesses. And uh, our mission for going undercover was to find out, are the values really making it to the front lines? But even bigger than, you know, getting that kind of wonderful exposure for our brands and talking about the values was God had this plan for me to expose my faith. In fact, my undercover boss name was Faith Brown. I don't know if we've ever talked about that. There's a whole story behind that. I remember your hair looked really bad on the TV. Yeah. And some viewers thought she should be a brunette. And I'm thinking, no way. Yeah, I, remember, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I remember your hair in the episode. I'm like, wow. It yeah, was a Raquel right. wig, uh, Raquel Welch wig, actually. Oh well, awesome. uh, no offense to Raquel Welch. Yeah. Okay, all right, but that, but that. I mean, how many years ago was that? We uh, filmed in 2011. It came out in 2012. So it's been seven 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 plus years ago. Yep. And I was fortunate to be invited back in 2014 to be on the first epic bosses episode and not because i'm epic i think again god had a bigger plan they invited well, 10 bosses your time on the lawnmower was epic it, it was epic okay right. <laughs> that Plus, was epic. i cried the most so i think that was epic too <laughs> so but that was really the beginning of god kind of twisting your future because before then you kind of operated behind the scenes um, you know, you followed in your dad's footsteps at the Dwyer Group, and then you became Neighborly Brands. But Dina Dwyer Owens was kind of behind the scenes, CEO, chairman of the board, mom, grandma, but not. I mean, being on TV, it, it really changed your your trajectory, didn't it? It really did. It just opened the world, uh, and, and truthfully, the world, because mm-hmm. that show has aired all over the globe, continues to re-air. So you know, God is just uh, bringing more and more people um, to learn about me, the company, and not being afraid to, to show your, your faith in the workplace. Yeah, who would have expected that? I, I knew God had a bigger plan than just being a great marketing opportunity, and, and yet I never would have imagined it would be where we are today. So I want to just let our listeners know they can still find that episode because I think that after our conversation, they're going to be intrigued to just hear more of the story. So um, I I believe probably every time anybody talks to you, then they're like, oh, I got to go watch that. And we've gone back and watched it, you know, and it is just great. Um, so one of the things I'd love for you to tell our listeners is how... How had, did your role in your um, organization, how did that affect you spiritually? Uh, undercover boss or just my role in the organization, in, in period? The, in, in the your organization, role, you, you, it, As everything. the former chairman, CEO, and national speaker, I mean, I, the, all of that that's gone on within the neighborly, neighborly brands, how has that impacted you spiritually? Yeah. You know, I couldn't have done it without uh, growing in my faith. Mm. And I don't know how people get by. Uh, so my prayer life got deeper. And got stronger. I started to surround myself with more people like you, you know, people who are really working hard to live out their faith in the workplace. Um, So I've got mentors all over. People will sometimes say, you know, who is your mentor? I don't have just one mentor. Mm -hmm. I have so many mentors. So I had to just start searching for ways to keep myself strong in the in the role of a uh, any role that we play (laughs) right in our lives, whether it's a mother, a father, or a CEO. Mm -hmm. um, It comes with a lot of challenges. But the only thing that got me through it was to grow in my faith, my faith walk. So I'm a, hopefully a better Christian as a result of playing all those roles. 
but like you said earlier, I think God's got even bigger plans for me, and uh, I love helping other people. And I think the the, the thing that I've, I've done well in the organization was creating this very clear code of values with, with the help of a lot of other people and then having clarity of what are the uh, actionable steps with each of those values and keeping those values front and center every day in my life as a leader, whether I'm CEO or not, which I'm not anymore, or whether I'm just Dina Dwyer Owens out there trying to help other people uh, grow in their faith and, and understand their values. I think one of the things that came out on the show, and you mentioned it again on your on on your interview on uh, God at Work on God.tv, is you go to Mass every morning. And not a lot of people go to a church that has a service every morning, but you go to a church where you can go to you can go to a service every morning. Talk to about that. Talk about how important that is to you. It's such a gift. And in fact, I couldn't find a mass close enough this morning to get to it. So I'll be going oh. tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. There are lots of churches around here, but it would be an hour yeah. drive to get to the one that had uh, a good mass time. So it is a real gift because I am not great at getting quiet at home. I'm better now that the kids are out of the house. Mm-hmm. So I'm better at getting quiet at home and doing uh, scriptural readings and you know more meditational uh, readings. But when I put myself into the environment of church, um, there's just something that quiets me. It's just, just beautiful time to be with God and with other people who are believers. Uh, and it fills me up so that I can approach the day with great gusto and remember that God is first because there's so many things that can complicate our lives. And, you know, I I allow things to get out of perspective so easily. Mm. But plant myself in church and start the day off right with a lot of prayer. And I leave there, you know, just being filled with the Holy Spirit and it makes the day much better. Mm. That's such a great encouragement because it is very easy to get distracted, to just jump into the day. Um, I know that that's my tendency. And so um, having that discipline, I, you know, just, it's great for our listeners to hear that from all different perspectives, because we need that reminder. So let's talk about, you were talking about, um, you know, whatever role you're in, you, you love serving people. Let's talk about how that relates to um, the neighborly brands. Um, that really seems like a name that really describes serving people. Is that what it's all about? It is. In fact, our CEO and our leadership team just a year ago decided that the best thing we could do for the company was to change the name from Dwyer Group, which was my, my father's, you know, it's my maiden name, um, to Neighborly. And I was completely supportive of it because we went out and we asked the, the customers, the end user customers, people like you, mm-hmm. you're hiring our franchisees for your plumbing or your electrical or your grounds care. And we said... Mostly in Florida, it's AC work. It is. Lots of AC work. And Mosquito Joe, too. We get rid of the bugs. So, uh, now you got me off track. Now I'm thinking about all the mosquitoes that are around. (laughs) Being neighborly. Serving people. Being neighborly. So, so we asked our our consumers. I think there were 20,000 some odd end users who were asked... Tell us about your experience uh, with the franchisees that you you hire to come into Mm -hmm. your homes. And they said they're helpful. They're courteous. They're neighborly. Uh. And so they actually came up with the name for us. We had to dissect because there were a lot of great names right. that uh, were, were brought to the forefront after that uh, that study we did. But basically, we're neighborly. So we are here to serve, right? We're here to serve our neighbors. Uh, and the beautiful thing about that is we've got this getneighborly.com website. So anytime a consumer needs any of our services, they can just go right to getneighborly.com, put in their zip code, say that they need pest control or they need and pest control is limited to the Mosquito Joes, uh, but they need air conditioning uh, work, whatever it might be, and they can get the uh, nearest franchisee in their community to come help them. Hmm. And that's at the Get Neighborly Brand uh, website. You know, one of the things that we see a lot of uh, Christ followers being challenged with is when they pass on an organization, as you've moved on from being uh, chairman and CEO, um, they have a hard time with the perpetuating the faith component through the organization. How are you able to make sure that... that 
what you and your dad set up to flow through the organization and all the the brands to make sure that it goes on with the next leader and the leader after him or her. Yeah, you know, I, and I don't think it can ever be uh, one person who's responsible for that. It's a whole team yeah. of people, and I, I think it's the uh, commitment of the whole organization to lead with the values. And because we worked so hard at making that that foundation for our success, we've attracted people who, who are working at the company because of the values. So they're perpetuating the values because it's something that they care about. Um, so really, regardless of who's yeah. leading the company or leading a particular brand, I think it's the whole organization's responsibility to keep the values front and center. And the company's evolving, right? We're, we're now a 22 brands. Wow. A $2 billion um, system-wide sales company. Just mm-hmm. huge. And for years, people told me when I was CEO, you'll never be able to maintain this culture as you grow. Well, it's not going to ever be the same exact culture ever, right? right? Because companies evolve, things change. But I think because we've attracted the right people to the organization, also the franchisees are attracted because of the values. So you have enough people that care about the values, they're going to do their part in making sure those values stay front and center. That's my prayer. Yeah. And you bring up a great point because the organizations that are run by one person and they have the values, but they've not led them down the or into the rest of the organization, it does fall away. Um, but you have made a great point of um, making sure that everybody knows and you've guys um, simplified the values. So it's easy to remember, I even know they have an acronym, you know, right. I know your acronym. So I want to let our listeners know that um, there is a book that they can really embrace and learn more about how to figure out their own values and get encouragement in that area. And it's Values Inc. And Dina wrote that Dina Dwyer Owens Values Inc. And it's just a great, um, you've done such a great job of making it seem like a simpler process than I think a lot of us make it and really boiling it down to where everybody knows the values, Jim. And that's really the answer to your question. That's how it's going to perpetuate because it's in, it's a part of who all of the people in the organization are. But Dina, doesn't it start with knowing your own core values? I mean, I mean it's one thing to have corporate core values. That's really a cool thing. Or as some people call them, decision filters. Another franchise organization uh, that I learned from it calls them decision filters. But you personally had to know your core values. What are your core values? What are the core values for Dina Dwyer Owens? Yeah, and they're so similar, but you, you're exactly right. You have to know who you are and right. what's important to you and then be aligned with a company if you're not the, the, the one running the company that is, is in uh, congruency with your values. True. So, you know, my values are very much the respect, integrity, customer focus, and having fun, but I take it a step further. My faith is really my number one value. Mm-hmm. And there are rules that I have with my value of faith. You know, one is praying uh, morning and evening being very intentional about prayer morning and evening because I pray all day long like sure. you, yeah. like you do or like the <laughs> listeners do it's it's constant I'm asking for help all the time uh, but but praying intentionally in the morning and the evening you know very specific prayers examining my conscience at the end of the day um, it's going to mass you know on a daily basis and I don't make it every day like today again I, I didn't get there but you know five days a week I'm on average I'm pretty much at mass um, but that's your quiet time in the morning I mean that's really, it your, is yeah it is. So faith is my, my number one value. Um, and I have, again, a lot of rules. And you may not want to think of them as rules, but I, I like that because I like to have the discipline of, no, you're, this, you're this, a black is, and white person. Yeah, this like, is this. the way I've agreed to live my life. Mm-hmm. And when I don't feel good, it's almost always because I've broken my own rules. Hmm. Compromised. Yeah. So integrity must be one of your core values. It too. is. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's the I. That's the that's I. The I. Right? <laughs> R-I-C-H. And you said it really quickly, but that's... They're rich and, values. And they're rich values. And so that is where that I comes from. All right. So have you ever struggled with this Wonder Woman complex? The complex that, you know, it seems like every woman struggles with. No, I'm not, well, you're not wearing <laughs> the breastplate. I'm short. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm used to short women. Martha's short too. But do you ever, when you were, you know, when you were the CEO and you're, and now you're a national speaker and you're a mom and a grandma and a wife. Do you ever struggle with trying to be the perfect one of all of those things? I mean, you're struggling. Do you ever struggle with that? The, they call it the Wonder Woman complex. I, by the way, Martha is small and petite and beautiful, but power packed. So we won't. Well, she's had to deal with me for a <laughs> she's, long time. Yeah, she's had to. You know, I, I can't say I've never been one of those women who makes myself feel bad about those things. I have. I teach a class called Design Your Life, and one of the things that I teach is that. Uh, well, you know what? I want, to, I want you to hold on to that. I want you to hold on to what, okay. what you teach. This whole interview is just made possible from a partnership with God at Work on God.tv. Check out the TV show, God at Work on God.tv. Yes, that's a website, God.tv. Dina, I asked you a question right before the break, and I did it on purpose, and I knew you wouldn't have enough time, but you didn't know that. <laughs> I, because there's so many women out there that are that are out there, whether they're the CEO or whether they're working in the ranks of an organization, they're struggling with, they really want to be a great wife, they want to be a great mom, they want to be a great, in your case, grandma, they also want to be a great worker, they want to be a great leader, and, and, and they're struggling with all of that, d- those demands on their lives. How did you deal with that pressure on you? And you said you teach something, so go yes. talk about that. So I teach a class called Design Your Life, and I've, I've Design taught that, your Design life. Your Life, um, and part of that class is that uh, we go through the wheel of life. So there's basically six years of life, right? Spiritual, social, mental, physical, financial, family. And I talk about how we never will have perfect balance. I, I don't believe that there's ever, ever perfect balance. But yeah. when we know our values and we look at those six areas of life, we can say, where am I? Where do I have a flat tire, right? Because it's a wheel. <laughs> so you can say, where am I experiencing a flat right now? And that's when you have to hone in and say, okay, I've been spending so much time on the road, uh, you know, doing these speaking yeah. engagement stuff that I'm not spending as much time with my family as I need to. So how do I bring that back into semblance so that there is this feeling of I've got that family time, which is one of my values. Mm-hmm. Um but that means I've got to give up something else over here. So it might mean that I'm going to say no to the next speech opportunity because I really need to slow down a minute and really honker down and spend more time with family. So as CEO of the company, I, 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 had, I had to revisit that wheel of life and my values every quarter. Every 90 days, I was looking at it saying, where am I weak? Mm-hmm. Where am I falling down? And not that I, I ever expected I'd be perfect, but... I didn't feel good when I had those flats, right? right? When some area of my life wasn't getting the attention that it really needed. Uh, but you have to look at the 24 hours you have in a day, right? And the energy you have. And you have to say, right. how do I take from this area to give to this area? One of the greatest things I did, just quickly, is I wanted to spend more time with my kids when they were younger. And I said, how do I do that? looked at a, a, a timeline of where I was spending all my time. And I found that 15 hours a week was spent on household-related chores. How can I fix that? Well, financially, I was doing better. I'm going to invest in a housekeeper who's going to come in and do that 15 hours worth of work for me. Mm-hmm. Three hours a day, five days a week. For 21 years, this woman has taken care of me and my family. And as CEO of the company, I had more time with my family when I made that decision than yep. I had when I was VP of operations of the company. Wow. Mm. And those, that's a, you know, and looking at your life, do you ever need somebody to... And you employed somebody. You gave somebody work. You helped them provide for their oh, family. No, she's part point. of our family now. I right. bet she is. Did you ever need anybody to come along from the outside and help you to see that? Or have you been able to kind of um, feel the flat area of the tire on your own? One of my values is to always be learning. Mm-hmm. So I'm constantly going to, to conferences and listening to podcasts and uh, audiobooks. So I'm constantly learning. Uh, so I think, you know, the listeners here are trying to learn something today. Right. And hopefully we're bringing them value. 
So it's just always picking what I need at the time, right? Mm-hmm. In sermons, uh, every sermon seems to be speaking to me. So yeah. it's taking, <laughs> taking from that sermon too and applying that mm-hmm. to my, my will of life and my, my values. Mm-hmm. Let me just hit on one last thing. You mentioned earlier that you've got lots of mentors, as I do too. So when you're a, a fast-moving person, sometimes it takes multiple people to tackle you. <laughs> <clears throat> so in those, with those mentors, at, so you've got lots of people mentoring you. Do you get a chance to mentor somebody else? I get invited a lot to mentor others. So the way that I do, I, I try my best to mentor them is to um, send them to my website, dinadwireowens.com, because I've even for the Values Inc., the whole idea of creating your own values, there's a free download of a, um, a workbook, Create Your Culture Workbook. So that's how I choose to mentor, because mm-hmm. sometimes we have to say... No. no with a yes. And yeah. so the way I say no with a yes is let me give them great information for free mm-hmm. that can help them. And I'm thinking about even taking the Design Your Life course to my website and offering at least tidbits from the Design Your Life course to help them. But speaking of mentors, seconds, so go ahead, well, this is a prayer say. from Mother Teresa who has you know, long been gone, but she's a mentor of mine. And this prayer is called Anyway. People are often unreasonable, irrational, and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you're kind, people may accuse you of selfish ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. And it just goes down this litany mm. of... Be the best you can be because it was never between you and them anyway. Oh. It was between you and God. So this is a mentor I carry in my purse yes, that's when, awesome. when times are tough. And I just say, what would Mother Teresa do? Yep. Dina, I can't wait to the next interview when we hear what the Lord's got you prepared for. But Dina Dwyer Owens, thank you so much for being on I Work for Him with us today. Thank you. You guys keep up the God work. And we thank will you. keep up with the God work. And thank you again to God at Work on God.tv for bringing us Dina today. You're listening to I Work for Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for, for Him. him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online, iworkforhim.com. I Work The number 4, him.com.